Warning, what follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I am Nick. And I'm Zach. Welcome to We're in Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. What on earth? Get out of town. That is believed to walk between two different worlds. I like this. The worlds of the known and the unknown. I can relate. A creature so unpredictable that it seems to personify the meaning of chaotic neutral. Oh. Sassy. Yeah, so some of you may be asking yourself, what what could this creature possibly be? I might be one of these people. Perhaps some of you are all too aware of what this creature may be may even have one lurking in your very home. No. That's right. I'm talking about cats. Yes. When you said that part, I had a guess. Yeah. Is he talking about kitties? Oh, yeah. I love the kitties. Yeah, you know, those little heathens that knock shit off your counter for fun while making eye contact with you. They can do that. Or they spin around your house making an ungodly amount of noise for a, you know, 12-pound cat. They can do that. At 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. Maybe they lay in your lap, purring. Oh, they do. For, you know, ever. Maybe they floop on the ground. You to them, them just be like, I'm going to claw the shit out of you. That'll happen too. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Lazily lounge about in the sun all day. Uh-huh. Then to just, you know, go outside and murder anything they can get their hands on. That's true. Birds, watch out. Watch out, birds. Yeah, if you're listening, all you birds listening, watch out for cats. Birds aren't real, so... Well, I mean, all you drone robots listening out there, watch out for cats. Yep. Well, cats and people have had a symbiotic relationship for thousands of years. Excellent. Current evidence shows that the first known domestication of what we call the house cat was on the island of Cyprus around 7,500 to 7,200 B.C. That is crazy. Yeah, it's about 10,000 years ago. Roughly. That's a a long time. That's a chunk of change. Yeah. The island had no native mammal species at the time, but cat skeletons were found near Neolithic grave sites. Oh. In a Neolithic town. Damn. Ancient cats. Yeah. Scientists hypothesized that cats first became domesticated when attracted to humans who, you know, attracted rodents Uh uh, in the Fertile Crescent. So. A lot of things happen there. Yeah. It's an important crescent. It is. So cats have been partners to humans for a very long time. Yes. Cats have also terrified people for a very long time. They can be scary. Yeah, they can be scary, especially big cats. Those are scary. Big cats are real scary. They can do stuff that dogs can't. Like what? Like cats can hold stuff. Like, like grudges? He's, he's like hands. Oh, they can hold a mean <laughs> fucking grudge. Grudge Cats? Yeah. That's a new favorite punk band. Grudge Cats. It's like a weird rockabilly band. Could be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. All right. That's a that's a tangent that I appreciate. Um, yeah. Big cats are easily capable of carrying off pets, livestock, even children. And the even bigger cats oh, no. can easily take on full-grown adults. That's tough. That is tough. Being a, a doll attack by I think a giant. How, I think how scary a house cat is when it's pissed. It'll hurt you. Yeah. Now, make that 12 feet long. Don't need it. It's a fucking tiger. Don't like, need it. <laughs> that is literally a tiger. Yeah. I don't need it in my proximity. No, thanks. No, that's... But, I mean, they can, like, stand up and climb things and claw things and hold things and swat things. I mean, if those things had thumbs, they would rule the world. I mean, they think they do already. In a way, don't they? Maybe. It was like a sub- some subterfuge infiltrating human society. I mean, again, 
They don't pick up our poop. It's true. Well, I mean, if they do, that's just I, never mind. Well, those bigger cats, we can easily see how they pose a danger. So, Nick, yes, I'm going to tell you about what I'm going to tell you about tonight. That's what are the cats lurking amongst us? What do you mean, cats lurking amongst us? Possibly even in our homes that we don't know. What are you talking? Their true capabilities of what? What powers they may be hiding from their families? What? Or owners, or both? I feel targeted. Good. Oh God. Maybe I'm a cat. Well, that is quite a revelation. Yeah. Multiple years of episodes just lead up to you being like, Nick, I'm a cat. <laughs> like, oh, that is both weird and feared. What a twist. Bizarre. Oh, we saw that coming. Now, as I listen through all the episodes, look for the clues where Zach's like meowing and I don't notice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just talk over it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's weird. weird. It's weird that he meowed. Yeah. The signs were all there. It's strange that when I use the bathroom here, there's this little bo- litter box that I know it doesn't have a cat in this house. Mm-hmm. Why is that there? It's a sandbox? Mm-hmm. There's always a cat. Well, this legend or warning <laughs> comes to us from Japan. <laughs> okay. And so I'm going to preface this with a disclaimer again. Uh, I got a little confused on some of these. And if I mix them up. They're kind of easy to mix up because they okay. kind of cross into each other a lot, it seems like. Okay. But I'm going to do my best to explain the different sorts of cat yokai. Okay. And yokai is a kind of demon or Demons. fairy or monster. Just something supernatural, a being, mm-hmm. an entity, a force. Yeah. Okay. So let's start with a simple one. Okay. Uh, the mountain nikomata. Where's okay. that? Where's that live? Japan. These are all going to be in Japan. Oh, I meant like in the mountains. Well, maybe they've spread out, but oh, yeah. but it's, it lives in the mountains. Yeah, it lives in the mountains. Okay. Um, in the mountains of Japan, there are large cats said to lurk in the mountains. These are said to be the mountain nikomata, where and they hunt and prey on humans that wander into the mountains. Their roaring echoes can be heard reverberating off the rocky gorges and rock slides. Some insist that the beasts can shapeshift. And that's about it. I mean, shapeshifting shape shifting is a, a pretty good power to have. And they eat people. Well, then there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, hungry for it's people. pretty straightforward one. Yeah, exactly. Dead on. Mm-hmm. That's why we're going to start there. Very focused, right. Yeah. Basic, you get the gist. Mm-hmm. Our shapes can shift. And we eat people. Yeah. And people their, eaters. Their, their screams can be heard in the mountains and stuff. Never like the screaming. Yeah. Don't like it. Not a fan. Or their roars or Ooh. both. Maybe a little bit of both. Scream roars. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we're going to move on to the domestic cat Nikomata. Okay. Seems like it's closer to human civilization. It's a different sort of beast than its large, imposing mountain brethren. Okay. Oh, yeah. I didn't get into the size at all about the mountain ones. They're supposed to be, like, bigger than dogs, like, supposedly much larger than, you know, your typical cat. So it tastes? Yeah. So that's when you get to the domestic cat, Nikamata. It's more like your typical house cat. Sure. Um, These domestic cats are cats, but not really. Okay. They look just like cats, but maybe it's just kind of to blend in. Um, okay. We'll get into a little bit more of that when we when we continue on here. But okay. I want to differentiate again between the mountain nikomata and this one. Sure. Uh, it's thought that the mountain nikomata are cats that have just fled domestication to live in the mountains. And these ones end up staying. So, like Some just nope out of people? Yeah. Okay. Maybe just not fans. I can I can relate to that too. Mm-hmm. People, I want to live in these mountains. I'm a mountain cat. Mountain cat, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a snow leopard. Yes, pretty snow leopards. Mm-hmm. Away from the humans. Well, so the the thing that ends up giving away the Nikomata from a typical house cat mm-hmm. is once they reach a certain age. 
they start to grow a second tail, or their tail kind of splits. That'll stand out. So they have two tails. Okay. But they do their best to hide that second tail, you know, tucking it under them or making it appear as a shadow. Okay. Things along those lines. So they're self-conscious about this tail? They don't want to be found out. That's fair. They know. All right. So they're smart. Mm Mm-hmm. Some people believe that all cats become Nikomata at some point in their lives. What? And it's just part of their life cycle. Oh, horrifying. Yeah. Once they reach a certain age, things change, and now these older cats have developed powers. Okay. The stronger these powers are depends on how well the cat was treated prior to its transformation. Oh, God. So treat your cats right, because the more they hate you or are abused by their owners, it may contribute to the power they wield as a Nikomata. That's probably a story everyone should hear. Something everyone should be aware of. The treatment of your cat. Just animals in general. But Yeah, yeah you know, it was fair, because it could be a powerful demon later in life, so it'd be, be nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, why risk it? You know, why chance it? Just be nice. It's the golden rule, right? You'd Not think just to people. To everything. Just be kind. Be kind. Treat others as you wish to be treated. It's so easy, but for some reason, so difficult. Yeah. Well, the Nikomata, once transformed, has the ability to summon fire and cast it upon people and things. Oh, we've escalated, huh? Yeah. Okay. They also seem to have, like, poltergeist-like powers. Oh. So what I gathered from that is, like, telekinetic abilities. Okay. It is also said that they have the powers of necromancy and can raise the dead. Um, An undead army led by a cat is what you're telling me can happen? Yep. Leading and controlling the dead by a mesmerizing dance of paw and tail, commanding the dead to do their bidding. How come we've never... Explored this avenue for zombie movies. Zombies caused by cats. You know, how many zombie movies have cats in them? This is worth investigating. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Maybe maybe big cats trying to throw off the the necromancy side of their I mean their powers. Maybe. They'll never see it coming. Nope. Yep. They always think it's gonna be uh fungus. Yeah, fungus. What's that about? Or a virus. Yeah, or virus. Or a meteorite flying over space. Just magic cats. Radiation. Nah, it's just cat magic. All right. Mm -hmm. That's a lot for me to think about. That's going to be my dreams tonight, I can guarantee you. Good. So, that is kind of the Nikomata. Okay. We'll come back to it. Okay. It's okay. The Nikomata isn't the only creature that your beloved cat could be. Okay, what else could it be? Inside of your kitty may be lurking a bakaneko. What does that do? It's very similar in a lot of ways to the household Nikomata. However, the bakaneko is a cat that when it reaches a certain age, its next it evolves into its next uh Stage. See, this is what I was getting. I was wondering how close we're going to get to Pokemon here. It's getting close. It's getting real close. Yeah. All right. So it's like Kite and then Bakaneko. Wait, what? I don't know. I'm just making Kit- up Pokemon. <laughs> Kite. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fair. Um, I love a good Kite. The Bakaneko doesn't sprout a second tail, though. No? No. Oh. Which is why I guess people used to murder their cats before they could reach the age of 12 or 13, since that's when it was thought that they'd transformed. That's a bad time to... That's a bad thing to believe. Well, you can't see when it's split, so you just gotta fucking murder just it. wing it. Yep. Like, you can't be this. Even though I've loved you for 13 years, mm-hmm. you can't be a demon, it's time to go. Yep. You just blast it in the head. Uh, some regions, it was thought as young as a seven-year-old cat could become no. a bakaneko. Uh, so, back way when, yeah, way when, certain uh, people were like, "Well, we got a cat. We're only going to let it live to be ten, and then it's done." Ah, uh, that's enough. 
because we are not having one of these demon cats. No, we're no ghost cats, whatever translates loosely as. None of these spiritual cats in this house with these powers, so we have Mm -mm. to kill it. That's a lot to handle. Yep. So, with that in mind, maybe it's the Nikomata that ages into transformation and perhaps the Bakaneko comes about it from cruelty it suffered at the hands of its owner. It's just me kind of like putting things yeah, together sure. here. Spitballing is good. Uh, because like upon being murdered, some people believed that that is when the house cat transformed into the terrifying Bakaneko where the Nekamata kind of grew into it or aged sure. into it. Yeah. But many of their powers are similar. Okay. Between the two types. Yeah. Uh, the biggest difference is the Bakaneko seems to be more known for shape-shifting. Okay. And disguising themselves as smaller cats, sometimes different humans. Sometimes they would even disguise themselves as their masters to like, go about things. Like buy treats? Maybe. Get more food? Get a bunch of catnip? Mm-hmm. Get high as fuck? Mm-hmm. The owner comes home. What are you doing? The cat just out of its mind. How'd you get all these things? Oh my God. You're fucking high. Yeah. You were talking to me last night. No. I mean, meow. Meow. While in disguise, the Bakaneko like to dress up as humans, but they seem to like a to wrap either a napkin or a towel around their head and dance around merrily. Oh, so they're just kind of fucked up. Yeah, they're probably high. They have, they're out of their minds. Yep. The cat nip has nipped them. Uh, many learn to speak human languages. Good languages to speak. Yeah. Uh, it's said that they can eat things significantly larger than them. They can also eat poisonous things uh, without succumbing to any negative effects. Sure. That's concerning. They can eat things so much larger than them that it, in some cases it's said that they eat their own master and take upon their living form. That feels like a total cat move. Yeah, it does. Like, I am the master. Mm-hmm. I should be you. I am you. And now you're in my belly. Yeah. Well, if they do not kill their owners, they often end up bringing down great curses or bad luck on them. Okay. Again, the Bakaneko can summon fireballs. Likes to accidentally, accidentally mm-hmm. start house fires. And they use their tails like torches. Again, they have the ability to reanimate fresh corpses. And use them as puppets for nefarious purposes. I so come on. Where's this zombie movie at? Who's making this? Nobody. They will. They need to re reevaluate their life decisions mm-hmm. and make this happen. I have no good cat and zombie puns. I'm still working on that, but we'll get there. Okay, keep working on it. I will because I it mean, seems like a difficult one to make, but it's it's a uh, it's not great. Even if I try something with feline, yeah, we'll get there. Mm-hmm. Well, so like I said, like their tails are their big differentiator, right? Yeah. Uh, but it's also become a focus of people that are scared of their cats becoming these creatures. Okay. So I told you how people would kill their cats instead of letting them age into these things possibly. Right. Well, sometimes the cat owners would uh, bob their cat's tails to try to prevent the transformation. I mean, I guess if the alternative is murdering it, sure. Sure. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Well, instead of murdering our cat, we'll just mutilate it. So, yeah. oh, why did you trim your cat's tail? Nah, I didn't want to become one of those demon cats. What? Yeah. Because um, the Bacaneco doesn't grow the second tail, like I said, right? Yes. But it's said to possess, at times a noticeably longer tail than your average house cat. Yeah, so just nip that in the bud. 
Yep. Literally, mm-hmm. in a way, if that's what that... Nip that in the butt. There we go. If that's what that means. Above, now we're that there. above the butt? Yeah. Cut the butt. Wait, what? Oh, no. Well, so is the mutilation, uh, would that work, or would it just contribute to its growing powers when it transforms? Yeah, I think it would piss off the cat. You cut off my tail? I like that. Yeah, I was attached to that. I literally was very attached to this, mm-hmm. and you made that not true. So now I'm going to reanimate all these dead things and um, kill you and become you. And now I am you. I just want a cat to do that in a movie and then be like, I am you. Mm-hmm. And then the master's eaten. All right. So I have some stories here from, I don't know, a long time ago. I don't have the years on these. Okay. And they're translated and they're... I'm just going to do my best to much get through these. Yeah, much appreciated. Sure. So there's a famous Bacaneco story about uh, someone named T- Takasu Genbei. Okay. His mother's uh, personality became completely different once their family cat had gone missing. Oh, no. His mother avoided the company of friends and family and would take her meals alone in her bedroom. When the family finally like peeked in on her, uh-huh. uh, growing concern probably. Sure. They saw a cat like monster in their mother's clothes. Ugh. Uh, crouched over chewing on an animal carcass. Oh my God. Uh, Takasu still a little confused, but slew what looked like his mother and but with a cat head okay and then went through her stuff and found uh that after he had killed sorry I'm getting mixed up here right. uh but when he killed the cat with his mother's body it turned into their pet cat that had been missing for years oh no mhm so just like the body fluffy into the, yeah and then he ended up going through her stuff and tearing up the floorboards to find her skeleton hidden underneath the floorboards. What their the bones picked clean. What the fuck, Fluffy? Yeah, right. You hated the family that much? Or you just wanted to be a person? One, that catnip. It's what it's all about. Yep. Give me my fix. Yeah, they need to get their their dose. They need the juice. All right, so I have another one that's going to be loosely translated again. Okay. This one was written in 1708. But there was once a rich samurai whose house was haunted. Good start. The people were always witnessing poltergeist activity around the house. Mm -hmm. Be that what it may. Things slamming. Right. Things moving. Goofy, silly, just being silly. Silly shit. The rich samurai called many shamans, priests, to come try to solve this problem. Okay. But none of them could figure out what was causing all the mischief. One day, one of the samurai's servants saw his master's old cat carrying in its mouth a shikigami. Okay, I don't know what that is. I thought it was a ghost. Okay. But that doesn't make sense. So, but it says, that's what it says. I could be wrong. That's right. Uh, But. We'll roll with it. With, so. It was carrying something in its mouth with this, the rich samurai's name imprinted on it. Okay. The servant shot the cat. And hit it in his head. And as it lay on, dead on the floor, everyone noticed that the cat had two tails. No. And once the cat was dead, or the Nikomata was mm-hmm. dead, the poltergeist activity stopped. It's, I mean, it's hard to think it's a coincidence. Mm-hmm. So I got a few more tie-ins with those creatures, but we want to we wanna get to one more okay. creature before we maybe dive into those 
couple things. All right, we got got a head honcho coming. Gonna, maybe, maybe. All right. Our last creature that I want to talk about is one loo- loosely thought to be another one of these cat yokai. Okay, but may in fact be more of a demonic presence. Oh, it is a little bit of an escalation. Yeah. It is sometimes depicted as a Nikumata and other times depicted as a straight-up demon driving a chariot of fire. Well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, sure, okay. Yep. Yeah, all right. Well, there's this or there is that. It's it's like a little bit of both. That, yeah, well, column A, column hell. Could you see your cat driving a chariot of fire? I do now, and she fucking tear it up. Yeah. Nothing would stand in her way. Well, this creature is the Kasha. Okay. The Kasha are yokai that would steal corpses from funerals and cemeteries. Now we're like grave robbing? Or maybe doing some necromancy. Okay. And like I said, their, their true identity is not really known what they are. There are these maleficent. That's yes. the right word I'm looking for. Maleficent or male- malevolent. Malevolent. Yeah. Both. Yeah. Both. Little, little of that. A lot of a lot both. of those M's. Yep. Mean. They're mean. We'll just call them that. Yeah, they're meanies. Um. Sometimes their true identity is seen as a the cat yokai. Okay. The Nikomata, or sometimes they are a demon from hell, but. There's, so they steal the corpses of the dead, and cats have been known to be like related to the dead for centuries Forever. and across like different mythologies and stuff. Yes, correct. And folklores and everything like Egypt, everywhere. There's always some kind of connection with the dead. So, the kasha, or the cat, or the nikomata, all these things—they're all necromancy. They're all involved in stealing corpses in one way or another, right? Sure. So, apparently some of the people of Japan, I don't know the regions, I'm not going to say them all because there's a ton of different ones. Sure. But they all have different ways of protecting their dead from these cats. Useful. Or the kasha, or whatever it may be. It feels useful if something's going to come at your loved one's corpse in a chariot of fire. Yeah. So, some said to live near a... Temp- or a temple that Akasha is said to live near. Mm-hmm. The funeral is typically performed twice. Okay. And it's supposedly said that you can put a rock inside the coffin for the f- first funeral, and that protects the corpse from being stolen. Nice. I guess it's like a trick. Sure. They're like, oh, they're, oh, they're doing a funeral? Oh, it's just a rock in there. I don't care. Like, I'm oh, stealing that. That's not exactly what I want. Yeah. So then you do the second time, and then it's like, yeah. Bury the rock. I don't care. Right. Got him. Um, another region or regions, it is said that you could leave a razor on top of the coffin. Okay. It would prevent them from coming. I don't know. I guess they cut themselves or... Maybe you just don't like it. Yeah. It's off-putting. Yep. It's offensive. Uh, other places chant, I guess, that... I will not let Baku feed on this, or I will not let Kasha feed on this. Feels like a good chant. Yeah. Um, some believe that they avoid a typical uh, or a um, traditional Japanese instrument, the Mayobashi, I guess. Not familiar with it. but No, me neither, but... I mean, with any demonic type thing, certain things are repellent, so you just gotta know its gotta know its vices. Yeah. So the Kasha is sometimes pictured as a humanoid cat demon with the head of a cat or tiger with a burning tail. I mean it's so close to a Pokemon. It's also very similar to the Nikomata and the Bakaneko. I mean, they're all cousins. If that, they're all the, they're the same thing. It's just yeah. different evolutions of the Pokemon. I mean, I'm not going to argue this point. No, different stages in its path, which means like if you have a bunch of these things, they can wage, they can cause mass carnage. I was trying to think of a way to make that cat. No, it's not going to work. Mass 
you know, mass carnage across different, um, you know, lifespans. Trick people. People won't know what phase they're dealing with because they'll attack in different ways. Well, and that's that's kind of why I was getting a little confused on some of these because they all seem like the same thing, but not right. And the, like, if 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 when it comes to demons and spirits, there's like a genealogy. These are all like in the same family tree, if not the same like bush. Yeah, family bush. They're all together, very similar. Yeah, and that's why I was getting mixed up here and there, and like it was just becoming hard to differentiate which one I was reading about at the but time. I mean, the broad strokes are very clear. Yeah, shape shifting, sometimes fire tails, you know, raising the dead, humanoid shape shifting, animal faces, magic, scary. Mm-hmm. So I did have. I think this is all from Wikipedia. Okay, but there are like some short little kasha experiences sure oh boy so they're very literal titles i don't know if that's just the translation or how that works but let's go for it i'll skip the title because it gives a lot of the stuff away that's fine i understand that um in funerals performed a kasha appeared during the funeral presence and attempted to steal the corpse it said that this kasha appeared together with harsh lightning and rain in the illustration. Uh, looks like the Raijin. It wears a fundoshi made with tiger skin and is depicted possessing a drum that can cause lightning. Oh, lightning drums. New power. Mm-hmm. Uh, Holy priest Anyo was greeted by a kasha. This kasha was not an envy of envoy of hell, but rather an envoy of the pure land, and thus... Here, the appearance of Akasha depended on whether or not one believed in the afterlife. What? I, I don't know. That guy, one sounds like a good guy. I mean, say that one more time. Holy priest Anyo was, agree- was greeted by Akasha. This Akasha was not an envoy of hell, but rather an envoy of the pure land. And thus, here, the appearance of Akasha depended on whether or not one believed in the afterlife. Yeah, this guy's a hero. Yeah. So if you believe in the afterlife, you get a good cat that comes in. He's like, hey, what's up, man? Or maybe he was good to his cat. Because there are tales of that. I got more like kind of like here and there stuff sure. after this. Yeah. But there are tales of like, oh, you were good to your cat. So this Your cat like. Likes you. Or your whatever. When it evolved into the Bacaneco or whatever yeah. you want to call it. It's like kind of benevolent towards you or like gives you warnings and it's stuff like, like that. It's like, you're my It's brother. not all evil. It's like, no. oh, you treated me like awesome. Yeah, we're bros. Yeah. I got you. I got your back. Yeah, man. We're good. We're tight. Yeah, so it's not all doom and gloom if you got a cat. Yeah. You treat it well. There's still hope. Yeah. Don't be an asshole. Yeah. Again, just be kind. Be kind, otherwise your cat's going to become a demon. Yep. That hates you. One time a man named Yasube, who ran an alcohol shop, suddenly ran off down a path, shouted, Akasha is coming, and collapsed. By the time the family rushed to him, he had already lost his sanity and was unable to listen to anything said to him and fell asleep. Oh, my God. Ten days later, his lower body started rotting and he died. (laughs) Oh, my God. That sucks. Yep. That's a bad time. What if the cat, what if you're treating the cat nice, but the cat's just confused and is maybe greedy and wants more from you and you don't even know? Because it's a cat. That could be part of it, too. Then it comes back and hates you because you didn't live up to its cat expectations? Yep. That makes me very very scared and sad. Yep. I feel very targeted. Sorry, I have to go to work. You hate me now? You're going to be a demon? Yep. I'm going to eat your lower body. Ah, that's not nice. When a warrior named Matsudaira, I don't know if I said that right at all, Gozeman participated in the funeral procession of his male cousin, thunder began to rumble, and from a dark cloud that covered the sky, Akasha stuck out an arm of one like a bear and attempted to steal the corpse. Oh, my God. When it was cut off by a sword, it was said that the arm had three dreadful nails and was covered by hair that looked like silver needles. That's intense. That's amazing. I like that somebody was like, no, fuck no, and cut it off with a sword. We're done. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. When feudal lord Heisen, the governor of Inaba, 
Moore and several others were going around the seacoast of Bison, a black cloud appeared from afar and echoed a shriek. Ah, how sad. And a person's feet stuck out from the cloud. When the governor of Inaba's retinue dragged it down, it turned out to be the corpse of an old woman. When the people in the surrounding areas were asked about the circumstances, it turned out the old woman was terribly stingy and was detested by those around her. But one time when she went outside to go to the bathroom, a black cloud suddenly swooped out and took her away. To the people of that society, it was the deed of a devil called the Kasha. Oh, shit. Shake it. I got a couple more. You yes, want? do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, please. It would sometimes happen in the middle of a funeral procession. Rain and wind would suddenly come forth, blow away the coffin, cause the corpse to be lost. But this was due to how Akasha from hell came to greet it and caused people to be afraid and feel ashamed. It was said that the Akasha would tear up the corpse, hang it on the rocks or trees in the mountains. Just like for fun? Just like a message? Yeah, like, fuck you. Like, assholes. <laughs> yeah, I guess. That's a nice sign. That, that basically, that that translates to "I'm a cat." Yep, this is mine. I don't give a shit oh. if you want it. My turn to play with it. Uh huh. I'm being a dick because I'm a cat. Mm-hmm. At a funeral in the Unuma district, a sudden gust and a ball of fire came flying to it and covered the coffin. Inside the ball of fire was a giant cat with two tails. Oh. It attempted to steal the coffin. Oh. This yokai was repelled by the priest of Dantone. That's nice. By his incantation and a single strike of his nyoi and kisa. was afterwards called Akasha Otoshi no Kisa. The Kisa of the one who defeated Akasha. Damn. Hmm. I mean, like that one came in hot. Fireball. Mm-hmm. Coming in for the casket. I'm just imagining being, you know, at perhaps a funeral where this is happening. And just like. Yeah. A cat just materializes in a ball of fire. And it's like. Steal your loved one. Taking his coffin. No. Well, that's that's kind of like everything I have. But I have more. But like it's all kind of random stuff from here. Sure. That was like my condensed version. Yeah. Those tales. Well, I'm pretty sure we got a good solid gist of this psycho cat demon monster. Yeah, and diff- different ones, but the same thing, very similar. I mean, demons, many demons have many names. Yeah. So, like, that could be part of it, too. Could be. Or again, cousins. Could be cousins. Similar, but not the same. Yeah. Related. Mm-hmm. They all go to the same family reunion. Yeah, like, oh, hey. As they eat their hot dogs. Oh, they're cats. Maybe they don't eat hot dogs. What are they eating? They're just all high in catnip. They just show up and get high with each other yeah, in catnip? Like, what's up, guys? Having a good time. Did you bring a corpse? I brought a corpse. Yeah, I took that. This one's fresh. I just took it. Yeah. Pull this one out of the sky. This one I've been ha- I had hanging on the mountain for like eight years. <laughs> it looks pretty cool, doesn't it? Oh, my God. He's like, oh, I can make a dance because the necromancy that's just dancing. Mm-hmm. What if they just take all their corpses and like play party games with them? What if they have corpse armies and the cats battle each other? <laughs> like Warhammer? But yeah, the just, cats just are just games. using corpses? Yeah, this game's like a different stats. <laughs> different movements. It's role play. Yeah. Tabletop. Lightning bolt. Yeah. So, <laughs> throw the dice. All right, go ahead, do it. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. You can imagine this scenario. Mm-hmm. Lovely listener. <laughs> Warhammer, but with corpses. <laughs> it's very on brand for Warhammer, too. It's a... Uh, yeah, that checks out. There's some good stories. Uh, they're just hard to translate, and, like, I couldn't find, like, a good translation. Okay. Uh, I did find, like, one guy on YouTube that did, like, a good version of it, but I'm not going to just, like, rip him off. I understand. I don't don't have his link. Sure. So I can't even give him the credit for when I listen to it. Fair. But it was something on The Legend of the Bakaneko, and so if you want to just search for that on YouTube, it was probably one of the few on top that I came into. Yeah, sure. It's a legend about a 
a Daimo, which I believe is like kind of like a Duke or like a maybe even higher than that. Okay. Um, I'm not. I'm just not that well versed in feudal Japan. Understandable, and I get that. Um, but he get, was really good at the game of Go, if I remember right, and there was this whole like challenge, like he couldn't find people that were, could beat him. And then this one guy's mother, like um, knew he, her son was really good at go and was like, you got to, you should play him yeah. and don't hold back because he's looking for somebody that can challenge him, blah, blah, blah. And the guy ends up beating the Dymo and okay. the Dymo doesn't actually want to be beaten. Uh-oh. And so he, Kills the man. Oh God! And the 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 grieving mother, you know, she pushed her son to do it, and all this stuff reveals all her sadness and horror to yeah. her cat. Okay. And then she, if I remember right, she kind of like withers away and dies, and the cat laps at her blood to um. Complete its transformation into a Bacaneco. And then what does it do? And then it looks like her, I believe. Okay. I'm I'm just going straight off memory here. I understand. Because um, I'm just trying to paraphrase. Yeah. And it shows up to the Daimo's palace. And I don't remember what guys it took or anything like that. But I do remember it was said he was a big partier. And that's why the village people, when they heard the screams at night, just thought it was revelry. Yes. To find an empty castle with nothing but dead people in in the morning. So the cat exacted its revenge for its owner. So that's like another good tale of... Yeah, it's a good kitty. When these cats... They're not always evil. Well, they can use their powers for good. You treat them nice, they are nice. They help you. They've got your back long after you're... I mean... Long after you're gone. Yeah. Oh, and so we could get into a little bit more of the folklore behind it now that we're just kind of, I'm just kind of like rambling. Yeah, sure. Uh, another way to transform into a Bacaneco people thought was like when your cats would lick lamp oil. Weird. Because they, I think it was because they were like, oh, it's getting up to like cast fire spells and stuff. That makes sense. Yeah. I, that makes sense that people would think the cat's doing magic when it's just poisoning itself. Well, it wasn't even poisoning itself because at the time J- Japan was a fi- it's an island country, right? Yeah. Most of their oil was made of fish oil. Oh, so it's just fine. So it's just like, it's just like, this is delicious. Yeah, yum. <laughs> and humans are like, it's learning how to cast fireball. Yeah. Oh. Um. There was a, I guess like a, a flap kind of thing where... A flap. I don't know when the time period was for this, but like people started thinking like prostitutes were uh, Bacanecos or Nicomadas because... That's wild. So the way I read this is because people would be out drinking, Uh causing, you know, a ruckus, doing, getting into trouble. Yeah. They'd pick up a lady of the night... And um, then they'd wake up in a drunken stupor after. And, y- yeah, having a time. And it was uh, what the article said was often the prostitutes fell asleep or the client of the prostitutes fell asleep only to awaken to see the woman picking at fish bones or other seafood while she was like while she had a cat head or a shadow. And so, like, okay, but it was like they were just in like a drunken stupor. It sounds yeah, like. you don't know. And it was they were like maybe. hunched over because like it was rude to be like taking food, but like these sex workers were like desperate. Okay, so like That's, that can be interpreted. They're just like yeah. trying to like sneak the food in the middle of the mm-hmm. night type of stuff, yeah. and that gets maybe transformed into them being ghouls. Yeah, basically, <laughs> like. That's kind of what it seemed like. Okay. Um, what else do we have here? So this is kind of a interesting one. I, I came across this like very late and when I was putting this all together. Sure. 
Uh, so I can just kind of paraphrase this. I sure. Guess, yeah, yes, please. Yeah, sure thing. Uh, the Vampire Cat of Nabashima. Good title. Like it. I'm bored. Mm-hmm. Huge fan. It's a tale about a Nikamata. The Nikamata was watching their favorite geisha return to her room after a night with the prince. Okay. It waited until she was asleep, and then it would creep in, pounce on the sleeping geisha, and strangle her. Oh, my God. The cat would then drag the body outside and it buried the unfortunate woman under some flowers. And then it would transform into the geisha's form. Each night, the Nikomata would go visit the prince, just as the geisha had before. However, when the prince fell asleep, the Nikomata would drink his blood. Jesus. Eventually, the prince began to complain of horrible dreams, and he gradually became weaker and weaker. It makes sense. Doctors were... Unable to identify the prince's ailment. Can't imagine why. So then they ordered soldiers to watch the door around the clock. Every every night around midnight, the soldiers would become uncontrollably weary and fall asleep. One one night, things changed. Uh, Eventually, a young soldier came to the castle to try to help the prince. He purified himself in the fountain and prayed to Buddha for several hours. Buddhist priest saw his dedication and asked him if he would like to watch over the prince at night. Mm -hmm. And then he warned the soldier that there was a problem. They all fell asleep around midnight, and this soldier accepted the offer and told him not to worry. He knew a way to stay awake. So again at midnight, the soldiers began to fall off one by one. Even the young new guy stifled a yawn. But he drew his knife and stabbed himself right in the leg. Oh, my God. I'm awake. Each time he began to fall asleep, he would do it again. Oh, my God. I'm awake and bleeding. At midnight arrived the beautiful geisha. She slid the, open the door and crept towards the sleeping prince's bed. The young soldier stood up and raised his knife. The geisha flashed her eyes, and the soldier left as quietly as she entered. It happened the same way for the next four nights. Ugh. The soldier was certain the geisha with the yellow eyes was at fault for the prince's illness, but um, even while his health slowly returned, he refused to hear the soldier's complaint against, against his favorite lover. Thus, this young soldier began to plan to kill the geisha himself. He met her one night at her room okay, with eight of his companions lurking was, behind him. All right, so he came prepared. She answered the door. The soldier saw her yellow eyes flash again. He handed a folder he handed a her a folded piece of paper and asked her to read it. With her attention preoccupied, he pulled out his knife to stab her. Oh, you. She fought back and the rest of the soldiers advanced. Then the Nikomata returned to his cat form and sprang away and it raced off into the night. Good move. Good cat. Then they discovered, the next day, they discovered the real geisha's body. And, yeah, they they vowed to find the Nikomata and kill it. Shapeshifters are a problem. They are a problem. If a belief in shapeshifters was more widespread in the modern world, I think we'd really be fucked. <laughs> yeah. We'd really be out of control. People accuse people of weird shit all the time. Then if you just start believing. Mm-hmm. That people in your everyday lives... I mean, basically, you just believe people in your everyday lives are demons. I mean, we might be in close to these things. I, please don't. Yep. Please. Because then you go on literal demon hunts, and I, none of this is good. No. Paranoid of your neighbor. That's not my neighbor. That's a cat demon. Yep. He's going to eat the prince of our town. The prince of your town? You live in Illinois. It's going to get him. Prince. The the prince. Oh, no. I'm going to raise him anyways. Necromancy. Enough said. Mm -hmm. Yikes. But those are the last kind of couple tales I had for the Nikomata. Yeah. And the Bacaneco. I don't know what we end up calling this one. 
the Bacaneco. I don't know. Sure. They're all they're so similar. Cat things. Cat stuff. <laughs> Cat stuff. Meow meow. Yep. Meow mouse. We'll figure it out. Yeah. You'll know probably Feline. before we do. Feline time. In the timeline of listening to this. Correct. Yeah, you'll you'll have known what we've decided upon. Yep. You are in the future, we are in the past. Correct. You're in the present. You're in both the present and the future, depending on when. Anyways, time. How does it work? Hmm. Do these things have nine lives? Maybe. I bet they do. Probably. I mean, shit. You can live many lives if you just shape shift and whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Well, can you say those names again for me, please? The Nikomata, yeah. the Bakaneko, and the Kasha. If I'm saying those right, but the point is that that's quite a triumvirate of cat creatures. Yep, shape shifting cat creatures coming to get you. Maybe, yep. maybe you never know. You might be living with one. You might be one. Yeah. What if they become a human for so long they forget who they are? They might, and then they're like, "Am I a cat?" Then they're like sleeper agents. That's where like the cat people from high school come from. They don't know. They don't know. They're they used to like be compulsive. Or in a previous life, they were cat people, and it's trying to come through because it's so strong. Yeah. The energy. Woof. Well, if you're a cat person, you can email us at weirdandfeardpodcast at gmail.com. Support us on the patreon.com slash weirdandfeared. Leave us a review. We see those. We read them, and we deeply appreciate them. Yep. Wherever you can leave reviews, um, Apple's a good place to do that. We see those. But mm-hmm. anywhere is cool. We deeply appreciate it. And uh, just, I mean, next time you see a cute little kitty, just look at it and be like, maybe? Yeah. And ponder to yourself, am I feeding it enough? Am I treating it nice? Is it going to become a demon? Do I have to kill this cat? The answer is no. Don't kill the cat. Don't cut off its tail. Be nice to it. Kill it with kindness. Kill it with kindness and stay spooky. Yeah, stay spooky.